So we are studying human behavior this month. Okay, so get your notebooks out. Because uh, once we once we truly get a chance to understand like people, um, it really, really helps us navigate through life a lot better. Because in, in all of our businesses, there are like people involved, right? So you need to know how to talk to people, how to um, how to sell to people, how to inspire and motivate people. So everyone took the assessment that we uh, we sent out, and um, you need to start studying yourself. I'm going to do my very best to kind of revisit this kind of like the DISC assessment and values uh, every month. But I made a post that actually I learned from my certification, and I'm going to share my screen right now. Okay. All right, <clears throat> I made a post the other day. And what we're going to do, we'll do it this way. Paradigm, okay. Um, your paradigm dictates, let me see, actions. Stick with me guys, motions. And we are going to break this down in results. Okay. Um, I found this to be very, very true. Okay. That your paradigm dictates, dictates your actions. Your paradigm dictates your actions. Do you know your, do you know what your, paradigm is anybody know what a paradigm is it's like your multitude of habits and you're the way you think and your behavior that you do without thinking your habitual behavior or way of thinking philosophy yeah absolutely, absolutely. your frame of reference the way you the way you see the way you see things absolutely your, your worldview your worldview your perspective right the way you look at things so our paradigm the way we look at things has been shaped, has been shaped by certain experiences. So the the way the way human beings see stuff, you ever talk to somebody and you just don't understand how they even see it that way? It's so like, like what do you what are you talking about? Like why? How did you get that from that? How'd you get that from me? Okay, I said, we talked for 15 minutes. How'd you get that out of that? Or someone's paradigm about relationships or someone's paradigm about business. You ever had somebody say, um, uh, or, or have you ever said, well, my audience, they really don't like X. My audience, I was talking to somebody and they said, um, I don't know if we were talking about the the the, the hair industry, but they said, well, people in my industry, they just don't spend money. Nobody in your industry spends money. The, the industry wouldn't exist, but your paradigm has shaped what you do. So if your paradigm says, okay, let's say Aisha is, um, she's into sports and she's going to be coaching sports players. Her paradigm says, they're not sports players. They don't really pay. They're not pay, They're not paying a lot for training, training. 
Well, that paradigm will dictate what she does. So her action might say, I'm only going to charge $100 a month. I'm only going to charge $200 a month because my paradigm says my target market will not spend this. So your paradigm will dictate your actions. Anybody had any experience in that? Facts. Any Even now with my coaching program, I see people, you know, charging, you know, high tickets and I'm like, Ugh. so that has to do with my belief and my confidence facts. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. Prepare done. Raising prices. Absolutely. And it, it, it don't feel good. So we got Markwell. Um, he jumped on. His paradigm says the more people pay, the more I'm serving them. Okay. The same service, if I charge $200 or let's say I charge $500 for this service, his paradigm says, I'm doing people a disservice by charging them $500 for this service. I'm actually helping them if I charge 5,000. Remember Marquel was on? His, parad his paradigm is different. His paradigm says, if I only charge $500 for the service, they're not going to take it seriously. And if they don't take it seriously, they're not really going to put all of their effort in there. They're not going to try really hard to get their investment back. But if I charge $5,000 for the service, I'm actually helping them. Because if I charge $5,000, when they pay $5,000, they're going to get as much information as possible and they're going to follow the steps. Meaning, the more I charge, the more I'm helping them. But what's your paradigm? Maybe the opposite. Okay, I, I really want to help people. So I'm going to jump on this call every single day of my life for $79. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm, my paradigm is, is changing. I'm thinking, okay, I need to... I need to create something higher ticket, maybe not even this, not even like adding a whole lot. But if I charge more for the evening meetup, let's say, then people will take a lot more serious and they'll lock in. But my current paradigm says I want to service the community. And I and I, I still I still believe this because it's not, it's not like the money for me, but and plus we want thousands of thousands of people. And I just got this whole vision. It's crazy. But initially all of my paradigms would say I charge less because I want to help people. And I don't think people will pay that. So my paradigm dictates my actions, your actions, your actions generate, generate, emotions so um when i charge cheap when i charge cheap it generates an emotion or let's say my paradigm says all men are dogs all men are dogs my paradigm is going to dictate the actions how i talk to men how I approach the relationships, 
And those actions, the things we do, start to generate certain emotions. Because we start to get locked into the feeling based on the continued actions that we're taking as we approach <clears throat> life with this philosophy that all men are dogs. Does it make sense? Does it make sense so far, guys? It does? Yes. Good, good. Yes. The things you do will generate how you feel. The things you do, typically, typically this, this is how people think. This is the, 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 the path that people follow. Paradigm dictates actions, actions generate these emotions. What you do will start to create certain emotions in you. Okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, okay, cool. Your emotions determine your results. How you feel about something as you approach it will ultimately determine your results. So your paradigm says entrepreneurship is hard, which means it's going to create certain actions. We're not going to approach it the way we're, we're, we're not necessarily going to go hard because we know entrepreneurship is hard, the paradigm. And then it generates certain emotions, how we feel about entrepreneurship. And we can't really execute with these negative feelings. And it starts to determine what the results are going to look like because you're approaching it with, okay. Um, 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 um. Okay. So you have this, this idea that uh, uh, it's gonna be really hard to make money <clears throat> in your business and, um, and you're not 100% sure if people are gonna like it, right? Which means we approach. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Shit with timidity, if that's a word. Timidity. Is that a word? Is that a word? Timidity? Yes. That's good. I was going to say, yeah, they, we just I thought it, it was timidness. Timid- timidity. It's timidity. It's a word. Timidity don't sound like a word, but I'm going to use it. I went to college for a couple of years, so, you know what I mean? Timidity is right. It will, it will, it will dictate those actions, meaning we're going to approach it with timidity, okay? And then as we, like, we got one foot in, one foot out, it creates these emotions in us because for some reason I can't I can't connect with my audience and then it's going to determine certain results because you didn't go hard at it. But what happens is those re, those results reinforce the paradigm, reinforce the paradigm that all men are dogs or that business is hard or I can't make money as an entrepreneur. This is the cycle that most people go through. But here, what I'm going to ask you to do, and here's the the, the application, okay? I want you to focus on results. Focus on results. Your your results, okay? Hold on. Let me me give you all. Where's my joint at? Where's my thing at? Hold on. I'm going to give you all. All right, our goal as a coach is to route people backwards. I have to route people back. As a coach, I'm trying to get you to focus on the results because if you can get certain results, it will determine your emotions. The the one in blue, is how most people operate. This is why people do what they do. But our goal is to interrupt that and focus on results. If I can get you, if I can get you to make one sale per day and you get those results, 
it will determine your emotions. You'll feel better about business or entrepreneurship. If we can get some results, we just focus on the results. It will determine how you feel and your emotions will generate different actions and your actions will change your paradigm. And based on your paradigm, you'll start to get more results. We're, we're trying to like, this whole month, we are going to dig into the brain. Can you repeat that one more time? Okay. Our goal right now, especially in this entrepreneurial field, is to focus on the results. We have to let go of this paradigm that we currently have. We're having a conversation so we can bring awareness to it because I want you to see your paradigm. I want you to reflect on your paradigm, your philosophy in life, I'm at. How you approach things is primarily based on your paradigm. Make sense? So um, when you are, where are you from? Am I? New York. New York, what part? Queens. Queens, okay. So um, it's a truck with dark tent. They stop 30 feet down the street. The car is still running. And they sit there for a while. What's going through your mind? Trouble. 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 Your paradigm shaped that. Go to a different neighborhood. They see that. They're like, oh, they must be lost. <laughs> but our paradigm has been shaped by our experiences, the environments that we're a part of, right? How we... It's all been shaped, that, that paradigm has all been shaped. So here's, here's my point. We have to let go of some of our paradigms. And it's going to come from reflection saying, yo, why do I think the way I think? Why do I move the way I move? What have I been taught? So we just need to focus on results now as an entrepreneur. What is the goal? What is the goal? What can we accomplish right now? Because if you start to accomplish even the smallest bit, it will change your emotions. It will change how you feel. Because we're no longer focused on like getting the big goal. It will just change how we start to feel better. They say that the best time to make a sale is right after you've made one. In sales, they teach you. The best time to make a sale is right after you made one. Why is that? You're already Momentum. fired up. Yo, confidence. Yeah, you got a result. You got a result, so you feel better. Yeah, you in your bag. You feel like you can do it again and again and again. Oh, 100%. The next person bag. that comes up, you feel confident. Somebody else just bought. I'm with it. But if you ain't made a sale all day, when somebody approaches, that paradigm says, uh, people ain't really feeling it. But if we, cha if we, fo if we focus on results... It will change our emotions. Our emotions, how we feel, will generate different activity, different actions. We change the actions because we feel different, because we just got some results. 
And that continued action will start to dictate, it will start to change and shape our paradigm. So, you know, people do like my product. People do like when I speak. People do really like what I'm doing. And that paradigm will start to drive more results. So the natural, the, the natural inclination, the natural inclination, I know that's a word, for human beings is to just move off their paradigm that dictates their actions and then starts to generate emotions and it determines their results. And those results, those negative results continue to reinforce that paradigm. See, I told you all men were dogs but we want to go the other way. Let's focus on results. Let's have, let, let's focus on a happy relationship. How do we do that? Well, we start to work on ourselves. And when we work on ourselves, getting a, 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 a result of happy relationships is maybe not intimate relationships. Let me just work on, let me get results from the, from my friends. Let me work on the, the relationship with my brother or my sister. Or my cousin, let me focus on getting those results. And then we realize, yo, humans ain't that bad. It changes our emotions towards the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever, whatever your preference is. It just changes your emotion about relationships, which will change your actions. Yo, people ain't that bad. I think I'll go out. I'll take a little date. I'll get on Tinder, Bumble. <laughs> let me, I'll swipe a little bit. And then your actions will change your paradigm, which will reinforce results. Okay, so here's, here's the step. Here's what I would like for you to do today. I want you to identify what results you're looking for. We're just gonna start right here with results. What results are we looking for? And as we start focusing on the results, I want you to really, really identify how you feel about this particular industry. Let's, Turn off the phone, turn off the TV, turn off the music. Let's, let's, let's truly identify how we feel about what we're doing, about your business. How do you feel? There's a cool hack on changing those emotions. Definitely get in your environment. For real, for real, environment is the most important. It's, it's like the... Um, it's like the cornerstone to this whole conversation, environment. Environment affects your paradigm, environment affects your actions, environment affects emotions, and environment definitely affects results. So be very, very careful what environment you're in after you get off of this call. Okay, questions, questions. Yo, Dave. Mardasha, I'm, I'm oh. sorry, Chris. Let me, let me get Mardasha, then I'm coming straight to you, brother. Hey, oh, I didn't know my hand was raised. I'm sorry, I'm fine. Okay, no worries. Uh, Chris, it's on you, brother. I uh, didn't really have a question more so a statement. Uh, I would just encourage everybody to watch Dave's interview with uh, Justin Owens, the new age CEO. They go into this topic that they're talking about a lot on just different ways of shifting your beliefs, shifting your paradigm, uh, whether it's the gold car, whether it's having pictures of your new goal all over your crib. He talked about having them on his pillowcases, on his car dash, all these other different places to help shift his belief. Uh, so I would encourage everybody to check that uh, interview out. I've probably watched it at least 20 times uh, since it came out, but that's one of my favorite ones. Wow, thank you so much. Brother. Chris, can you put in the link? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, 
innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. In the chat? I got you. I'll do it now. Well. Good, good. Rudy. Dave, I really liked the Slight Edge. I like Slight Edge, the book. It was great. Um, and I like the um, thing we did, the analysis thing. Mm. But um, I, I'm trying to figure out how do you overcome, like I discovered that consistency is not my problem. It's overcoming like it's like persistence is my problem. I don't know how to overcome a, a problem and keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me an example. Like, um, okay, I was in a closing. I was in a closing and they sent my license back. They sent my realtor's license back to the real estate commission in the middle of my closing. So I closed, but I didn't know how to re, I was so, dist- I was hurt. I was so hurt that I didn't know how to bring myself back from that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when you say uh, bring yourself back, what do you mean? Like I didn't even want to do real estate no more because I realized that the it wasn't my focus on real estate was helping people get houses. Most people in real estate focus is just getting the money, and that it like discouraged me. I didn't want to do real estate anymore after that. For real, for real. All right, so I'm going to challenge that because you said that most people's focus is to get money and your focus is to get people in a house. But as soon as there's a hiccup, you don't want to help people get in houses anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Am I reading the story right? Yeah, but I hate you say it like that because that's really it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So we, our, our emotions are like it, 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 it's truly, truly determining the results. How you felt about the thing started like, started saying, okay, I don't want, I don't, I don't even want to do real estate anymore. But we got to go the other way, remember? We need to focus on getting people houses. We need to focus on getting these closes. And if we are truly focused on the result, it will change our emotion because our emotion isn't going to make us quit. If we're focused on the result, it should change our emo- how we feel about it. Okay, I just need to figure out another way. And they say, okay, they sent my license back. What do I need to do to fix this? Because I'm solely focused on this result of getting people in houses. 
Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at now. Yeah, because I got my license back, but now I'm trying to rebuild my momentum. I'm moving in my office today, but I, I don't feel like I still have the same drive. Like I want to help people, but I don't want to network with the people in the real estate industry. And I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. When do you want to sell your for your next house? March. March what? 15th. I need to have it. I need to be sitting at the closing table on the 15th. Let's focus on the result. All that other yeah. stuff you're talking about is, is irrelevant. Right. Let's focus on the result. If the if you are truly wanting to help people, you'll do it. If not, if you're only looking to help yourself, you'll quit. Right. So we're about we're about to test your your belief system. If what you're saying, because and not not attacking you, this is for everybody. Most people say, "I really want to help people," when really you want to make money. Because when you don't make money, you don't want to help people anymore. That was so we'll good. Say, yo, I really, I really want to help people. And then when the money slows down, it's like, yo, I need to do something else. Because you wasn't really trying to help people. You was really trying to make money. Because I, I, I can see it because when the money doesn't come, you stop. Meaning your activity had nothing to do with helping people. It just sounds good. You're really going for money. And that's okay. I would much rather somebody say, yo, my goal is to make money. I, I want to make money by helping people. I feel more comfortable with that because now we're being truthful with ourselves. I was just about to say, like, I was about to say, Dave, what's wrong with wanting to make money? <laughs> like, Nothing. But I was, my, my point is, most people, if you say, yo, what's, why'd you start your business? Oh, I just want to help people. Oh, I just, it's my passion. For the most part, you're lying to yourself. You should have started a nonprofit. If that's the goal, start a nonprofit. If you really want to yeah. help, I tell people all the time, yo, if you really want to help people, keep your job and just do like, just do like work after work. Just go down to the local bridge and feed, take a part of your check and just get them some help. Them. Do a charity joint. <laughs> yeah, do some charity. You good. You call me right out, Dave. I need to change my perspective. Like, yeah, I want to make money and help people, not just help people because that people don't really want. I can't say that. I just, just say I need both of them in my life to make my life a success. Yeah. I need to be able to help people and make money. Like I can, like with the credit repair thing, I can fix some folks credit for free, you know, and some I'm going to have to charge to create a balance. Yeah, Absolutely. So let me let me hey, try Dave. last three. Let me try to get these last three. Uh, Mr. No regrets. Real quick, real quick, back to that consistency at the beginning. I like why you said you got to be consistent. Consistent is a cheat code. Do you believe that like you got to constantly like reinvent yourself because like people will get tired of just using not you per se, but like your podcast. Like people are like, okay, here come another podcast. Another you you do you feel like you got to keep it interesting or have somebody on there that obviously attracts them. I mean, I know that's kind of, you know, common sense, but how do you feel about that, um, that, re, that, re, uh, that re-event, like constantly, you know, stay, leveling up, I guess, you know, the young people say. Reinventing and leveling up is different. I, my focus on is improving. Okay. So it's not about reinventing myself. It's just becoming better. Okay. So I'm not going to stop. So I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't ever feel like I need to change up my podcast because uh, people okay. get used to it or whatever. But I, I did buy better microphones. Okay. Then I went and bought better cameras. Oh, so I'm I need to be a better host. And yeah. I want to evolve, not reinvent myself. Okay. 
So focus on getting better. Okay. Gotcha. Appreciate it. No doubt. Chris, what's up? Hey, Dave. Thank you. Um, my disc is relatively similar to yours. So I wanted to know what routine do you personally follow when it comes to focusing on the results? Like, how have you been intentional about this? What are the literal steps you've taken from Cheesecake Factory to now? Okay. I write it down and then work backwards. So I'll start with the end goal. I got to focus on a result. And what is it going to take for me to accomplish this result? That is a, that's a question I asked myself that got me through a lot. I get a clear idea on what the result is, what the goal is. And I ask myself, what is it going to take for me to accomplish this? So, and my goal is to get, let's just say 20 people in your program, right? That means we're going to have to focus on um, getting five people in your program every single week. And if we focus on five every week, that means every day our goal is to get somebody to enroll in your program. So that, that has been the step. Now I ask myself another question. What is it going to take for me to get someone to enroll today? And then I just focus on that activity. Focus on the result. That's going to kind of drive how I feel about it because I feel I can do one. I can get one person in. And then I figure out what activity it's going to take. And that activity changes my paradigm and how I see it. I know, I know I could do this thing. And then you get more results. That makes sense? Um, I think it's important to just take a, a day outside of um, normal just information. We'll get some information this morning. But I think what's really, really important is that we outline the next five days of our life outlining the next five days of our life. Because I think it's really important for us all to be goal-driven and to set some, I think day to day, a lot of us, we do whatever we feel like we need to do for the day, right? Instead of identifying what we need to do for the week and work backwards on what the big goal is. Because some things take more than a day to accomplish. Um, I want everybody, if you can, to just five things. Let's write down five things. And this might take a second. I don't know. Let's write down five things that you need to accomplish this week. That if you were to accomplish them, it would really be a game changer for you. The things that you've been putting off. Let's just take a few seconds to really just sit there and think about it. Five days. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. 
Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal i mean five things that we need to i'm talking about the major the majors okay we're talking about the majors Five major things that would completely change the game for you. Five things. Just spend. A, just take a second, okay? I know we're used to you know taking notes and you know information things of that nature, but um, give me five. Just give me five things, okay? Like I'm talking about game changer things for you. This is really important, man. Because um, I sat down even this morning. I sat down and I realized that there are five things that will really change the game for me that, that I have to accomplish this week. And I have goals for the week, which while I started doing it, I was about to set a meeting. I was about to go to a meeting on Wednesday. I'm canceling it because that's not even a part. That thing will be another thing on my schedule or on my back that has nothing to do with what I need to accomplish. And that's gonna be three hours out of my life that I can really target at the things that are really important. So I'm canceling it. 
So, and I'm super, um, I'm, I'm, I'm super guilty of this. I'll take a meeting or I'll do something that I think could be beneficial, but not beneficial to what the big goal is anyway. Does that make sense? I'll just, if I feel like it's going to, there might be a person that's in real estate and there's some real estate deal and I'll take the meeting. Why? Because I could make some money in real estate. You never know. It could be an investment project. But if I know there, there are like five major things that I need to accomplish this week, I have to, I have to like, okay, I'll, I'm willing to exchange that opportunity for the chance. Stop chasing stuff. So I need five. I'm gonna give y'all my five real quick. Okay. Um, the funnel outline. So I'm implementing some things from the mastermind, which we will go over a little later. Um, I have to have the outline for the funnel done. There's some things that are still, and, and not only done, but I have to communicate it to Jen so that she can get working on the funnel because we have a, she's, she's building out like a funnel agency where she's going to like, she builds out the funnels, emails, all that kind of stuff. So I have to like go through that, set a meeting with the, the funnel people and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's one. That would be a game changer. Why? Okay. Let me just share it with you. So I have two major focuses, especially, you know, reading this one thing, there's two things that I'm focused on outside of that. Everything else is not important. And it's just for me. Just want to give you like an example. I'm not making this about me, but I just want to give you an example of I'm implementing it as well. It's just a podcast and a morning meetup. That's it. Those two things. And they work kind of interchangeably, right? Because every single podcast, what am I promoting? Morning meetup. I'm super serious about building this community. And I, I realized that um, we got to get to 2,000 people this year in the morning meetup. 2,000 this year. And we just got to map out what that takes. So what that's, what that's going to take for me is I have to have the funnel set. And I want it to be profitable, right? We're looking at how off, how long it takes for someone to leave, okay? And like, again, y'all know, anything I'm working on, I'm just going to tell you, especially even if it concerns you, like in your membership, because I want you to, I want you to model it, right? So we'll have a funnel that comes on and I'll be giving away my ebook for, both of my eBooks for $25, both of them, 20 or $25, I'm not sure, this is a part of the strategy. Because you come on for the dollar trial, right? It's a dollar investment. I'm banking that if I take two books that are normally $20, $20 a piece and I make those 20 bucks, I'm, I'm banking that half the people actually take it, take the 20 bucks and they purchase the 20 bucks. So the, the, the average amount spent right now is a dollar. Right, because you come on dollar trial, you leave, you might stay in the program, but that's, you know. But right now, today, you could spend a dollar. But we're increasing the ability to spend a dollar to the ability to spend twenty-one dollars. Does that make sense? I just want to give you another option: to spend either a dollar or twenty-one dollars. Now, and I'll actually offer this for you all. Um, once it's set up, 
the very next screen is going to give you an opportunity to pay three months up front. I'd much rather you commit to three months up front. Why? Because there's a chance you might enroll in a dollar and cancel before your trial, right? Which means you've got five days for a dollar, which is cool. I'm not mad at that. But if I can get you while you're um, motivated to join this program and I can give you a discount on three months, you might just put the three months up front. So that takes care of the people who are going to leave before the trial, people that are gonna leave after the first month or the second month, we'll do some sort of discount. The very next screen gives you an opportunity to pay for six months. The very next screen gives you an opportunity to pay for the whole year. So th this is like, this is what I have to implement this week. That will be a game changer for me. That's why it's on the list of what needs to happen this week. Okay. Number two, for the boot camp, I'm creating an offer. It's going to be a higher ticket offer where we can work on a regular basis with creating content. So it's a higher ticket offer that I have to have done this week because the boot camp is on Sunday. If I'm going to serve and have this thing ready where we can really create massive testimonials from the boot camp, this is a, I, I can't go to the meeting. This has to be done. It, it's gotta be done. Um, tags on the podcast, the YouTube, we're missing a lot by not having tags and updating thumbnails and all that. Kind of, there's so many things that we need to add and we really got to pour it into the YouTube. Uh, we need to create 15 videos that are go 15 hot takes. So, you know, we have an hour and a half YouTube. Uh, is this helping anybody? I don't want y'all to think I'm just talking about my own situation. But I, I want you to know. Yes, yes, of course, man. Of course. Yeah, it'll get really practical about how to envision what needs to be done. Absolutely. These things are super duper important. Here's what I understand. So I need 15 videos that are longer than 20 minutes because I want to drop a video every single day on YouTube. If I drop a video every single day on YouTube, it will probably double or triple the money that YouTube pays me. So I'm taking a whole hour and a half interview. I'm gonna take a 20 minute clip out of it, 20 to 30 minute clip out of it, and I'm going to post that. So we're going back to older episodes because you'll not only watch the 20, 30 minute clip where there's gonna be ads in there that I'm going to monetize off of, but you'll probably go back to the whole interview and watch that, which I'm monetizing as well. So the reason that's super important is because I'm literally quadrupling the views. If I can quadruple the views, I'll probably quadruple my income. So, all right, let me, let me show you. Let me, I, I don't even know if, if it will say the same thing as it did yesterday, but this is super important. I can't take, I can't take all these meetings. You see why? Like, yo, I, I'm so laser focused. Now, um, ooh, ooh, it's not it's not on there anymore. It's not on there. Okay, okay. All right. So, um, where's that? Did it? Did it? more. Okay. So I started implementing a um, um, the last couple of weeks. I dropped an interview on Saturday. Well, Saturday for some reason the views are trash on Saturday. 
So the interviews that I'm dropping on Saturday don't get as much traction as the ones I drop on Monday and Thursday. I'm saying this because I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to the numbers. You got to start to pay attention to what you're doing and what the result is. Now, if you're not, if you're not watching what you're doing, then you'll just start doing stuff. You don't even know if it's working. You'll get burnt out and you'll want to do something else and you'll skip, you'll skip over. But I'm asking you to like really lock in. What is the most important thing that you need to get done? Because I know I'm, I'm, I'm looking at what's happening on my social media. I'm looking at what's happening in my YouTube. I realize how important this is. So I'm dropping these videos on Saturday, like a whole nother interview on Saturday, but that interview is not getting as much traction. However, it's still activity, which means it's it's an additional couple thousand views. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. On that particular video, that's a couple thousand views on the page. But what I know is if you watch that one video, it's going to lead you to another video. So literally me dropping a Saturday, I'm looking at the one video. It doesn't get a lot of traction on Saturday. However, the page is growing when I've been dropping videos on th- uh, dropping three a week versus two a week. So here's what I'm betting. If I drop seven videos a week based on the numbers, I'll probably quadruple my income. Cause it's all about the views. So I need to, this week, this week, I'm going hard on my videographer and it's uh, it's actually, <laughs> he, he, he need to get this stuff done. He need to get this stuff done. So I need 15 of them. Cause if I can do 15, then for the next two weeks, we'll already be ready and set to go. And we can start dripping them joints every single day on YouTube. Okay. Um, and number five is I have to secure the ad strategy because a funnel without an ad strategy, it won't produce as much fruit as possible. So um, I was talking to a person on the other day and he's installing the pixels and he's giving me a proposal for ads and we're about to run it. These five things are the most important things in my life outside of my family and my faith. There's certain meetings that I want to take that I can't because I identify what needs to be done over the next five days. All right, cool. So I I want us to really, really lock in on what needs to be done for the next five days. But I still want you to, out of the five, pick one that's most important. And we need to knock that out first. We need to knock that out first. So I'm going to look at like what's most important on this list because I didn't get a chance to do it while I was creating what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to pick out what is most important and I'm putting all of my energy into that. So even if what I don't want to happen is 
there are five really important things and I have to do all of them because I'm focused on all of them and you can't focus on more than one thing at a time. I don't wanna have to do all of them. I'm gonna pick the one that's most important. And that's the thing I'm going to knock out before noon every single day until it's done. Why before noon? Because your willpower is running your Default settings. Look, Gas man, in the car, you're going to run out. Y'all better start exactly. implementing the stuff y'all read. <laughs> hey, I'm on it. I'm Show like, yo, oh, I know that I'm going to be drained by 4 o'clock. First thing on my mind. Let's not, let's, let's knock this out first. Um, okay. Here's the thing. I still want you to make the, um, I still want you to make the, the long list of all the little stuff you got to do. Right. So I got a little, I got a list. I got to pick the next book for the month. I got to um, strategize with Terry on this whole options thing and how we can promote it through the, um, through the, the podcast um, outline next week's morning meetup strategy. Um, Thursday's boot camp call. got to prepare for that. Uh, I got to update inventory. I, there's a bunch of little things that I need to do as well. So I'm looking at that list and saying, can I put a, can I put that task on someone? Or when I can't do the most important things, what are some little things that I can pick off of the list? Okay. All right. Anyway. Um, yes. So I want us to just outline the next five days. Okay. Outline the next five days. What's most important. What is most important. And out of each one of those, this is homework that you're going to have to do, like, as soon as we get off the call. Out of each one of those, the five things that need to be accomplished this week, I want, I want to pick the most important. Out of the most important, I want you to rank it from most important to least important. They're all really important, but most important to least important. But for the one that's most important, I want you to identify the three things that need to happen for you to accomplish that most important thing. What are the three things that need to happen for you to accomplish that most important thing? Very important, very important. So uh, the funnel outline, I have to have the funnel outline set, right? Well, I have to finish my basic blueprint. I need to talk to Josh, my man uh, who kind of gave me the, the concept. I need to talk to him to make sure it's cool. I got to get on the line with Jen so they can put it together. We got to make sure the emails are right. This is all, this is a bunch of things for the one thing. That's why it's so hard to do a bunch of things because in each thing, there's a bunch of things. So if you have a bunch of things, there's a bunch of things in each thing of the bunch of things. And we end up doing nothing or a little bit of everything and nothing gets accomplished. So that one thing that's super important, you might realize that out of these five things you need to accomplish for the week, the one thing that's most important is going to take a week itself. Okay. All right, Dave. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. So I appreciate a good amen during the sermon. That's what's up. It, it encourages me. <laughs> hey, Dave. Uh, if I if I if I may on on what you on what you just put out there. Um, you know, I'm going through my, my list of my five things and and immediately in my head, like you were saying, I, I put in the thing that has the closest deadline at the top, you know, and, and as soon as you say, you know, it may take all week, I'm like, 
okay, well, let me let me revisit this list. And I'm looking through it, and I'm like, the thing that I put at top, just because the quote-unquote deadline is the closest, doesn't mean it's the most important to what I'm looking to accomplish that's going to actually give me that expected result. There are things that are predicated on top of it. Um, and, 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 like, that's just the default setting that a lot of people have is, like, you know, whatever's coming the quickest, make that the authority or make that the most important thing when it's not always. Facts. Facts. I love it. I love it. Look, I want, I want to jump in real quick. Uh, then we'll, you know, do um, maybe 15 minutes of Q and a, if we can. Y'all good. Every, y'all, y'all got that. Okay. We didn't need much on that. Just um, hopefully that helps, but I want to go through some, some uh, principles from the mastermind. I paid 5,000. So you don't have to. Okay. Uh, well, you should still, but I'm just going to give you a couple couple notes from it. Um, uh, I'm just going to go through the notes. What are some daily habits that I need to apply? He kind of went into what are the daily habits and I need to audit my daily activities. I need to audit my daily activities. So what are some daily habits, right? So I, 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 text, I text Jen while I was at the, at the mastermind. And I said, um, Jen, we need to have a daily meeting every single morning. We need to know what the marching orders are for the team. We need to get the team on a line every morning. So that's why you got that text, Jen. <laughs> I was inspired. So uh, we're going to do it and we're going to announce it on the morning on the morning call at nine. That, yeah, we're going to have a meeting every morning and I need everybody on the meeting. On the, And some of you might not have a team, y'all. You just... You need to have a meeting with yourself every morning. It needs to be a daily habit of, okay, what do we need to accomplish today? That was really good. Um, they said we need to read the uh, book, Eat That Frog. So actually, it's on my list. I'm going to get the audio book. Um, what are your limiting beliefs? Yeah. What are your li- limiting beliefs? Oh, he went to this exercise of clarity, which was really cool. Um, what's the yearly goal? What's the monthly goal? What's the weekly goal? What's the daily goal? And what's the hourly goal? Hey, Dave, can you recap on what the mastermind is for anybody who doesn't know? Oh, so so Nehemiah Davis did a uh, a 5K mastermind where it was $5,000 to go for a day. And he went over some of the strategies to um, severely uh, accelerate your income. So remember, I don't know if y'all remember, I was on the call and I, I asked, it was, a, it was a group on Clubhouse and they were talking about masterminds. And the reason I never, I never did them, I never like put my own mastermind together, like a higher ticket mastermind is because I feel like, say for instance, I'm going to charge somebody $5,000 for this mastermind or $15,000 a year or something like that. Which for Neos, I would pay $15,000 for the year because this one was $5,000 for a day. But let's just say, for instance, I'm going to charge somebody $10,000 for the year. I feel like I need to coach someone to take that $10,000 to $100,000 or $10,000 to $50,000. So they see it as it's valuable. It's my responsibility to help them in that way. But I asked a question on Clubhouse and I said, yo, is it? Is it my responsibility to to coach someone to make sure it's been worth their money? Or is the value in the people that are in the room? And the answer was in this clubhouse room of these people who have high ticket masterminds, they said the magic is putting the room together. 
The magic is not in you coaching. Coaching and a mastermind is different. I'm I was looking at the mastermind as coaching. If I have these people who pay $10,000, I need to coach them. But a mastermind, what I what I realized was the value wasn't in the stage. The value was getting together a group of people who were willing to invest $5,000 in themselves. It's a different mindset. And in that mindset, they've all accomplished some sort of level of success. And through that, the conversations that I got on the sidebar, forget the stage, the sidebar was most valuable for me. So I thought that was cool. The mastermind, the, the value is in bringing people together, not necessarily the coaching. So, man, you get, you get some people together that are in a room who all are willing to pay $10,000. You know what that says about the person? One, they've done something in their business or life that warrants them to have $10,000 to invest or $5,000 to invest, which means there's some other game that they got. But also, they're the type of person who values values information to the point where they're going to invest five to $10,000. And we get those type of minds in the room, people who understand it. Not the people who like are, who want to get on a free webinar and don't, they just want to get the stuff from YouTube. But you get a group of people who invest, who are willing to invest that type of money in themselves. They've probably invested more in themselves, which means they're a bigger person, personally developed often. So it was just dope. So that answered your question. So let me, let me uh, get into this part. Goodness gracious, we're running out of time. It said, identify what the yearly goal is. Identify what the yearly goal is. Then identify what the monthly goal is financially. So if you want to make $100,000 per year, you need to identify what the monthly goal is, right? Which is about $8,300. Then you need to figure out what the weekly goal is, which is about $2,100. Then you need to figure out what the daily goal is, which is about $275. And if you think, I wanna make six figures and all I need to do is make $275 today, well, we could probably make $275 today or figure out some system that's gonna allow us to make $275 a day. And then you said, we could break it down into hourly. How much money do I need to make per hour? That'd be cool. Let's say two, 275 divided by eight hours. Let's say a work day, a work day, $34. Do you know you can make $100,000 if you make $34 an hour for eight hours? And if your goal is every hour to go sell something that allows you to make $34 for only eight hours out of the day, you can make $100,000. Isn't that cool? I thought that was cool. So he took us through that whole process, which I thought was, uh, which was amazing. And he asked a question, what would you do if you doubled your prices? <laughs> you know, it was a simple question. And he kind of talked about the mindset of, um, of high ticket. And I am, he was talking directly to me for sure. He said, what would you do if you just doubled your prices? What would you do? You'll work less and make more. Or you'll do the same amount of work and you'll make double the money. Or you'll make the same amount of money with half the work. 
our limiting belief is that people don't have the money. That's our limiting belief. Listen, can you believe it or not? I didn't think people were going to pay $1,000 for a boot camp. That's all day. Nine to nine? And I'm feeding you? It was just my own limiting belief. But now, now I understand. The next one's two grand. At least. What would you do if you doubled your prices? Well, I mean, instead of 30, we'd have 15 at double the rate. Meaning I can spend more time with the people who are willing to invest, which would be more valuable for them and not as much work on myself trying to manage 30. Listen, you got to just get in a room of people who believe differently because we've like, we're in our own head and what we, we think other people will do is based off what we will do. We think what's in other people's pockets is based on what's in our pockets and not, that's not necessarily the case. He said, what would you do if you doubled your prices? Do you know, Nehemiah had a, a mixtape or an album. And he sold the album for $97. Who does that? And he made six figures off the album. All right, somebody just DM me and said, I did double, I did double my prices and it had a negative effect. My audience really from the mud. Well, that tells us a lot. <laughs> the, you gotta the change your target market. Yeah, or Sometimes you double your prices and you don't believe that you should double your prices. So when you say it, you're intimidated and people feel that. There's a couple of things we need to like, we need to consider. We don't just double the price and just hope for the best. We double the prices strategically. Okay, I'm gonna double this price. What do I need to change in my messaging? What do I need to change about myself? What do I need to change in my offering? How much value I need to add to it? You going off today, Dave. Oh man, I'm just still listen. I don't own the rights to these bars. These are my notes from the mastermind. <laughs> oh man, and he said, "Um, the best comes at a premium. The best isn't cheap. And once you truly believe that you are the best, you'll know you're. It's not cheap. Um, do I believe that people would pay me double what I'm charging?" He said, get comfortable saying the price and getting disconnected from the outcome. <laughs> he said, get comfortable saying the price and disconnect from the outcome, disconnect from the results. Oh, man. He says, stop doing one-to-one -one and start doing one-to-many. He said, what am I normalizing this year? What are we normalizing this year? Like I'm not even, I ain't even getting to the strategy and all that kind of stuff from the mastermind yet, but this mindset stuff, that took me out. You know, this, the first part of the, the first session, just what am I normalizing this year? He said, I'm normalizing my daughter at, you know, before she's two years old, being on a jet X amount of times. I'm normal. He said one year he normalized investing in every conference that he can go to. So what are you normalizing this year? Um, uh, can You said commit first and figure out the rest later. Commit first and figure out the, the rest later. And then he went through some of the strategy of um, irresistible offer creation. Um, 
you need to create irresistible offers. So you know what the offer is? That you fill that offer up with a bunch of stuff that could be valuable where people say, yo, I got to take that. Irresistible offer stuff. So we need to, I'm in, in my funnel outline, I'm trying to make it an irresistible offer. And I have to look at the resources of what I have already that's not necessarily going to take me, um, it's not going to take me extra energy. Uh, Silver D, why y'all DMing me? Why y'all answer that? Okay, oh, okay, I see it. Explain one to one versus one to many. So it, you can't really work one on one with Neo. He only works in groups. So he says too much energy one to one. He said he's not doing one to one. He's doing one to many. So. We feel like, and, and this is some people here that you do a lot of one-to-one. -one. You want to book an individual coaching session. You want to help someone, you know, one-to-one, -one, which is not necessarily going to be the best use of your time. Now, if you want to, that, that's cool. I'm not, I'm not mad at it for the income. And I still have sessions where people book um, like individual sessions on my website. And every time somebody books, a one-on-one -on -one session, I raised the price. So somebody actually booked another one. It was like eight. I think, Jen, Jen, I think we went, it went from like 150 to 250 to 350 to I think four or something to five. Somebody booked a session on my website to, uh, the other day. And I forgot what we what we made it. And I, don't even, I didn't even know this was the hour, but it was like 897 for a one-to-one -one session for an hour. Now I do add immense value in these sessions, but every time somebody books, I raise the price because Neil's saying, yo, you gotta do one to many, not one-to-one. -one. Because in that hour, I'd rather talk to 20 people than one. Now I do want I do want to help people one-to-one. -one, so this, I'm kind of torn with this. This is just my personality. I like, I want to help people, but. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.